to the Wisconsin Football Coaches Podcast with your hosts, Tom Swiddle, Tom Yashinsky, and Paul Navinsky. Now let's join. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the WFCA podcast. My name is Tom Swiddle, and it's my pleasure to be one of the hosts for this podcast. Just a little background on myself. I am the head football coach at Wauwatosa East High School, past president of the WFCA and current uh, WFCA uh, executive board member. We're going to begin by um, giving you an outline of, of tonight's show um, or podcast. And just to let you know what we're going to be covering um, today, uh, the first thing we're going to do is meet the other hosts. Tom Yashinsky and Paul Novinsky, and we're going to talk about where the idea for this podcast came from and what we'd like to accomplish with the podcast. Then after that discussion, we're going to bring in our special guest, and that's going to be Dan Brunner, Executive Director of the WFCA. Dan is our unofficial WFCA historian, and he's going to give us an idea of how the WFCA started and the principal uh, participants in that, and you know why that was started in the first place. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight, and uh, we're hoping that it's, it's both entertaining and informative. So with that being said, let's meet our other hosts. As I said, Tom and Paul are the other hosts, and believe me when I tell you this, that um, they are the brains of the operation. I'm just along for the ride. Uh, Tom and Paul are going to keep me in line and make sure that I'm doing things the right way. And they're the technical wizards behind the scene that's putting this thing on for you. So, Tom, let's start with you. You're a veteran of podcasts, so this isn't new to you. Please introduce yourself and, and talk about your podcast experience. Yeah, thanks, Tom Twiddle. Uh, yeah, my name is Tom Yashinsky. I've been the head coach at Onalaska High School for 11 years now, 15 years total at the school, you know, four years as an, as an assistant. Um, and me and Matt Kimmis from DeForest, we have the Fall Guys podcast where we go a little bit more in-depth into the careers of coaches and players from Wisconsin football. Um, we don't really talk about the hot topics like we might talk about on this show, uh, but we're on our third season of that one, and that one's been a lot of fun. Uh, and, and I I like what we're doing here because as I, as, as we talked about before, um, I looked around the FWFCA a couple of years ago and said, all right, the guys that are, are really doing a great job with this are all getting towards the end where at some point they're going to step away. And if we don't get some young guys on this to keep this thing going, uh, we could lose what, what people put a lot of work into to create. And that's one of the best coaching associations in, in the United States. Uh, I, I truly believe that. Uh, so I said, it's time for me to get involved. And, and I hope by doing that, I can also bring along some more of our, our younger coaches uh, to, to get involved and to be a part of this so that what we have going right now keeps on going for another generation. Tom, I've listened to your podcast, The Fall Guys, and, and you and Matt do an outstanding job. If you haven't had an opportunity, listeners, if you haven't had an opportunity to tune into that, please do so. Unbelievable guests, unbelievable coaches, great stories, uh, very informative. I've learned a lot by listening to your podcast. And also with us as host is, is Paul Novinsky. Paul, you're a veteran of the media yourself. You've uh, hosted uh, a radio show for, I believe, seven years. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and your Hall of Fame coaching career? 
Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, I just want you to know you, people can't see, but you got the best hair out of the three of us. Uh, <laughs> by far. Uh, no, uh, I was a head football coach in Mozambique for a long time. I retired uh, in 2015, coached for 30 years, been a member of the Foot Wisconsin Football Coaches Association for a long time. It's a great organization. Um, I have hosted a radio show called the Big High School Sports Show, ESPN Radio out of Wausau, covering local football uh, every Wednesday night. I'm excited to do this show. I think it's really going to be able to inform people, educate them, get some interesting discussion going. I think it's also going to promote football in the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association throughout the state of Wisconsin. Paul, and, and Paul reminded me of the fact that in 2007, we were on the opposite sidelines for the All-Star game, and we probably weren't as friendly that night as, as we are right now. So it's, it's good to have you on my side finally, Paul, and not, uh, not on the other sideline looking, looking at me. Well, gentlemen, you know, let's talk about where this this podcast idea came from. And, and you know, as, as you know, and as we talked about, we had a WFCA radio show for nine years that I uh, co-hosted with Mike McGivern on WSSP in Milwaukee. And that was really our first venture as, a, as an association to get out there and, and in, in front of people, if you will. And, uh, you know, we had a great experience with WSSP. But unfortunately, last September, WSSP pulled all local um, sports talk radio programs. And that included our show. So we had a void, right? And, and you know, I talked to Dan, and, and again, Dan will be on in a little bit, but it was like, hey, Dan, you know, what are we going to do here? Do we want to try to get another on another radio show? And then, you know, I asked Dan what his thoughts were on a podcast, and with Dan's support, I moved forward. I, I tried to learn as much as I could about podcasts. Um, I've certainly listened to a ton of podcasts and uh, decided this is really the the way we want to go. So now, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I certainly can't do this by myself. So who am I going to do this with? So the first person I reached out to was Tom. And, and of course, with his podcast experience, what a great addition. And he agreed to to do it. And then I, I also reached out to Paul right away and, and, and he did the same thing. So really, gentlemen, this is just an, an outgrowth of the WFCA radio show that we had for quite some time and we're hoping to do bigger and better things perhaps with this podcast you know th does that kind of summarize it for you guys is that you know accurate in terms of, of where this came from yeah i think it's a great way of another outreach right we have the point after we have all these these great tools um but we don't have a ton that that in you know, on the airwaves or that's getting people on their phones while they're while they're driving and they can listen and just figure out what's going on in the state uh and i think it's a great opportunity for people to engage in the conversation and 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 it, it gives people a background of some of the things that are happening where uh with maybe a more reasonable voice than sometimes you might hear on twitter or some of the social medias where people aren't as calm about their their opinions on things so i think it should be a an informative way of getting some information out on some topics that sometimes are controversial or or might upset some people but we can do it in a way that that lets you understand the the why the background and how things actually came to be yeah, and I, I, Tom, I think you're absolutely right in the sense that it's going to have some topics. And that's kind of what we discussed, that we want the format to be a lot of different topics. This isn't something that you're going to see a lot of X's and O's on it. It's going to be more about what are the hot topics and what's going on in the state of Wisconsin and how can we make football better in the state of Wisconsin? 
And that's something that I think is so key, Paul, and, and something that the three of us, and we've had, you know, various conference calls and things in which we've talked about what we want to do. Um, it, it is getting it out in front of the people in such a way that, um, you know, they can form opinions. They can actually understand why perhaps some decisions are made because that's lacking a lot of times. And, and so, gentlemen, when, when we talked about, you know, what are some of the things that, that we want to cover, you know, and boy, we, we came up with, with a list immediately. Paul, do you want to just comment on some of those lists or the things that were on that list? Yeah, we, we want to obviously talk about some of the hot topics, you know, conference realignment, officiating, um, just overall playoff system, playoff formula, things like that. And we really want to talk about how can we improve the WFCA and help our members. And, and Tom, you know, you're somebody and, and you know, I, I've gotten to know you, you know, you're a rep and, and you, you're, you've got a great voice when we're at our meetings and, and you really have, I think, a finger on the pulse of what's happening. And, you know, you've, you've already brought up a lot of things that I think are just, uh, you know, insightful. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, that in, insightfulness being shared with, with members um, around the state. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think we have such a competitive group where, where sometimes people get fired up about certain things. And, and I like to just, my demeanor just is always stay calm and, hey, let's have a discussion on this and let's, let's see, let's talk about the why and try to keep people uh, try to give people the why to, I think that usually can calm some people down, but then also give them an avenue of, Hey, if you feel really strongly about this, here's what you need to do. Talk to your rep from your district. And that's how we can make progress. Um, but we don't know what people are thinking unless we hear directly from them. You know, you can put anything you want on Twitter, but, but until you put it in a phone call or in an email, we don't know. So, so as a, as a rep, we need to know those things and that's how it gets to the table. And that's how we start to, to troubleshoot some of the things and just keep this association growing the way that we have. And, you know, one of the things that I felt was perhaps a weakness of the radio show, it was very Southeast Wisconsin centric. And even though, um, you know, after the show uh, it was put up on the WFCA uh, website and the WSSP website, I'm not sure that coaches from around the state were, were tuning in. And one of my goals with, with this podcast was to get representation from around the state. And that's another reason why I, I reached out to Tom and to Paul, because we're all from different parts of the state. You guys know people that I don't know. I know people that you don't know. And between the three of us, I, I think we can cover the entire state of Wisconsin. Tom, you're absolutely right. I, but I'm, I'm worried when you say there's people that you know that I don't know. You know, that worries <laughs> me. You know on a serious note. You're absolutely right. And I think that's kind of what Tom Yashinsky was also talking about, getting a true pulse on what's going on. Our demographics have changed a lot, not so much with Wisconsin, but with the clientele that are coaching now. And I think that's one of the things, you know, X's and O's separate, but we're talking about the mainstream of what is shaping football in Wisconsin. Yeah. Tom, anything to add to that? No, I think it's time that we bring in the 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 real reason we're here tonight. That's to get the history of the WFCA from from our, uh, like you said before, uh, the, the official historian or unofficial maybe he is. 
So Dan, that that's your cue, man, and and uh, welcome aboard. Thank you for being a part of the uh, first inaugural WFCA podcast. Um, you know, Dan, you are somebody who has been around the longest. You've been involved in the association longer than anybody that I know. And, you know, you know, I, I jokingly said the unofficial historian, but, you know, you took over for Dick Rundle when Dick Rundle passed away and, and you took over and actually before Dick Rundle passed away. But, um, you know, you worked very closely with Dick and, and Dick was one of the founders of the WFCA. Take us back to what was happening in 1976, I believe it was, when the WFCA was founded and the, the principles that were involved and, you know, the, you know why they, they started the association in the first place. Yeah, well, it, first of all, it, I want to thank uh, Paul, Tom and Tom. Uh, great to be here. I mean, this is just just another exciting event, uh, you know, involving the WFCA. You know, I and, and, you know, I've been around a long time and I've, you know, gone to a number of these national meetings. And it's just unbelievable the uh, reputation that we have nationally. And it, and it's it, it's just so nice to have other associations calling constantly. You know, how do you run your all-star games? How do you do your clinic? You know, how, how does your Hall of Fame uh, select and so forth? You know, it just seems like, you know, we've always done things right. And, 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 you know, we want to maintain that. And, you know, and you mentioned going back to uh, 1975, where I was a senior playing football at UW-Whitewater, you know, unbeknownst to me, uh, Bert Hobley, who was coaching at Madison West at the time, got together with a bunch of coaches and decided they wanted to organize a football coaches association whereas the WIAA at that time kind of wanted to put together an all sports association if you just backtrack a little bit I go to a lot of these national meetings and there aren't a lot of states that have football specific coaches associations there are a few more coming on board now but most of them have an all sport association and 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 it's it's just kind of unique how even the ones that have football coaches only coaches associations nowhere near the 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 number of members that we have and uh no more you know don't have the the power or the influence to 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 change things in their tournament schedule etc so it it was kind of neat back then uh, Bert got together a group of people. It was Jack Charlesworth from Brookfield Central, Don Barnable from Janesville Parker, Ira Rabella from Merrill, John Brody, who a number of us know from Homestead, uh, Jim Reinke from Green Bay Southwest, Gene Noonan from Rapids, Lincoln, and Cal Calloway. I mean, these guys, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, they're just giants in this association that everybody you know, stood on their shoulders and and built this thing up bigger and better. And, you know, you mentioned Dick Rundle. Dick came around a few years later and really took the WFCA to to huge, uh, just huge heights. Uh, Dick, um, I just, you know, he's my mentor. I've never seen anybody 
you know, just so focused. I, you know, I remember Dick, I'd get a handwritten letter every <laughs> week from Dick Rundle, uh, you know, with different ideas. And, and he told me, I meet with him periodically. This is when I was just a young coach and getting involved as a uh, district rep at the time and, and you know, uh, being on a clinic committee and so forth. So I, you know, I just wanted to pick his brain and Dick, you know, I get to know his wife, Margie and Margie said, you know, every Dick sat in his chair every night watching TV and he had a legal pad. And it was like every day he just jotted things down on this legal pad. He, he used to show me this pad. I mean, it was hundreds and hundreds of pages of ideas that he was, he had for the association and, you know, going, you know, the raffle, the clinic, you know, type of speaker he wanted to bring in, you know, the Badger Classic that he put together the, to let high school teams play at Camp Randall, you know, even even though they had no chance ever to make it to the state tournament. So, I mean, it was that, that group that got together back in 75 and launched the WFCA. And back in those days, it was the Wisconsin High School Football Coaches Association. Later... And again, it was Dick Rundle. He wanted to get youth football coaches involved and he wanted to get college football coaches involved. So he he changed it to WFCA, which we've carried forward uh, today. You know, and then you go back and look at, you know, their main objective was to uh, get a newsletter together, which took off. And, and, it is, and Tom, you're the editor now. I mean, it's it's the envy of of association all around the country. The um, they wanted to do an all star game, which they put together. Well, that thing's grown to three all star games, large school, small, and eight man, and then uh, award ceremonies and uh, awards for for high school players and coaches. Well, now we've got not only three all state teams, we also have academic all state teams and. You know, just just uh, to show how, you know, we've kind of been ahead of the game. The National Federation just started to put together an award nationally to honor academic all-staters. Well, we started that ahead of them, you know, so it's just we just kind of plug our our winners into their program. And they've actually reached out to get ideas about how to improve theirs. Same thing with our Hall of Fame and our Hall of Fame banquets. You know, I remember Ron Wolf got inducted to our Hall of Fame a number of years ago. And I got a phone call from him after the Hall of Fame banquet. And he he told me that he had never been to a banquet as prestigious as our Hall of Fame banquet. And he actually passed on ideas to the Packers as to how they should run their Hall of Fame banquet based on his experience at ours. You know, I remember passing on that on to Dick. I mean, that was that was a pretty cool uh, experience at the time. You know, so this, this association, you know, I, I think, you know, and, and Tom Nashinsky mentioned it, you know, it's as good as it can get in the country. And, you know, my goal is to whenever whoever takes over for me, I want it to be better than it was when I took over. 
And you know, and and I, I want to ask you: did, did the Packers include bagpipes at their? Uh, <laughs> they <of> haven't. <laughs> yeah, those. So they didn't take every idea. No, Ron but, loved it though. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to tell you though, Dan. You know, and and I've listened to you say these things before, and it, it always makes me feel good to be a part of an association that has that kind of history. And I, I think you know the proof is in the pudding. We've got over four thousand members. Yeah. In every school in the state, high school, college, has members in this association. Yeah, absolutely. Our membership, again, you know, I go back to these other, you know, I go to these other, some of these other uh, states, with, you know, they'll hold their clinic, you know, and they'll have maybe 300 attendees, maybe 400, sometimes 500 attendees. You know, we've typically had over 3,000 attendees you know historically it's been three thousand and as yeah. you said we've got over four thousand members that's uh, it's just incredible and and you know as a young coach you know kind of growing up in, in the in the game and and learning about you know the wfca and so on and all the great people that that i've had the opportunity to work with in this and including you know paul and and tom who are um you know members of the association, but also people who have done a lot for the association, you know, it's, it's done on the backs of, of a lot. And, and, and Paul, you know, what was your first um, experience with the WFCA? Well, I, I was a young coach in 1986 and I can tell you firsthand, the WFCA helped shape my coaching career. And I remember the first clinic was at the concourse down in Madison. <laughs> yeah. And it was the real first, cause I was a low level assistant coach, you know? And, and what happened is I got a chance to go there and then, wow, it's like you're, you're a kid in a candy store. It's like, Whoa. Then you got to talk to some of the real experienced coaches. Then you got to go to the clinics and then you went to the hall of fame banquet and you really, you're like, wow, that was impressive. And that clinic was nothing compared to the clinics that we do now. And so besides the clinics, it was when I coached my first all-star game, when you, when you go to your first all-state banquet, when you go to, to any of your district, when I became a district rep, and to be able to just work with great people and actually start shaping the philosophy of what's going on and the, and the mission of what's going on in, in football in the state of Wisconsin had a drastic impact on me. And Tom, you know, you, you've, you know, I've already said the insight that you have and um, you see things differently than I see things, which is, you know, one of the hallmarks of our association. You have all these ideas, you know, <laughs> coming together. And, you know, what impressed me most about you is how quickly you became a leader, you know, once you got on as a rep and how quickly you became a leader and kind of the go-to person. And Dan, how many times have we said, well, Tom Yashinsky can handle that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tom, you know, your experience in joining the association. Uh, the first time I ever, I, you know, I really didn't know what it was when I, when I got into coaching here, I was 20, 23, 24, when I first started as an assistant under Dieter Antoni. Uh, and he said, Hey, you know, March, we're going to the, to the state clinic. Why don't you come along? And I didn't have a clue what I was doing. You know, I walk in and, and it's huge. You know, it's not like, it's not like one that's at a high school or anything like that. You got the maze that you're walking through and trying to grab as many free cookies. You know, I'm a college kid trying to grab as many free cookies and Pepsis off the off the tables as I can. Um, and and I didn't really understand at that time what it was. Uh, and it took until I became a head coach when I realized 
really how important it was and and how much it, it drove what we were doing on a week to week basis and in a season to season basis in terms of whether it's rule changes, whether it's playoff format, whatever it was, that was all driven by what I saw at that at that clinic that first time. Um, and I just didn't know that, but then. I started to get involved and uh, Tony Biolo asked me to coach the all-star game with him in 2018. Uh, and I think that was really a point where I, I looked around and I said, all right, this is where us young guys really need to, we need to do these things. You know, you look at, at Jerry Hannock and Doug Sarver and what they do for the all-star game. And you think, you know, we, we got to help these guys out they, and they love it and they don't want a ton of help, but at some point they're going to need it. And at some point, somebody's going to have to take over, and it's uh, and everybody's got a niche, right? Everybody's got something that they can help with with this association, um, and and that's that that's kind of where I'm at. Is uh, what can I do to make this better? And and I don't want to do too much. You know, we all have co- teams to coach still, um, but it's important that we do a little bit because if everybody does a little bit, w- we can really do great things with this association. And what has always impressed me about the the people who have been involved in the WFCA especially at the you know the the well now region level or the executive board level whatever is people can put aside their own wants and desires you know sometimes you cover topics and we talk about things and you know that you know for me personally and my program this would not necessarily help us but yet it seems that the people who get involved in the association are individuals that can look beyond that and they look at what is best for the state of Wisconsin. Has that been your experiences as well, gentlemen? You know, I can, I can echo that, Tom. You know, I, I remember going to those meetings early on when I was still a, a district rep and, and take a guy like John Hoke. You know, John, extremely successful coach at Lancaster, and it, it always struck me how he put the state of football in Wisconsin far above what mattered for football in Lancaster. You know, he knew he was going to be fine, uh, you know, doing it the right way, however he had to do it, whatever the rules were, he'd adapt to them whatever the changes in tournament procedure, all of that stuff. I just remember, it just always struck me that John never looked at, okay, now, how is this going to benefit Lancaster first? No, he he always looked at it through the lens of how is this going to improve or affect football in Wisconsin? And And he's just one of many in our association that look at it that way. Tom and, or, and Paul? Uh, and I think one of the big things, the more you get involved in the association, the more you realize that we're not each other's enemies. You know, on Friday night, we might be, and, and enemy might be the wrong word at that point. But uh, at Friday night, yeah, we all want to go out and win. Um, but the rest of the year, we got to help each other out because there's too many guys that are getting out of coaching, um, you know, and and too many guys that struggle early on as head coaches and we all do as head coaches we struggle early on uh, but they just don't have a support system of of showing people the ropes because we're so worried about winning and losing sometimes um but i tell you what the better your conference is the, the better chance you got 
of succeeding in the playoffs and things like that. So you need to help those other guys out. And that's not saying that, that you need to help them out X's and O's and, and, and strategy and all that, but just help them out in terms of what are some things that you can do to run your program to keep it going and make it better so that, that those guys stay in it. And, and we don't have this revolving door of head coaches in some areas. Guys, I, I got to echo all that and just tell you my biggest impact from the Wisconsin football coach association was just that, kind of like a group that's going to stick together for football. And I really believe we're here to improve football and to improve kids. And I, I love it. I love the mentor program. I love the mentor manual that's out there. And let's face it, our demographics of coaches is changing. We are finding a, a younger group of coaches that have to be head coaches. There's not a lot of, some are not teachers. And, when, and our association has recognized that, that we have a responsibility to educate, promote, and help coaches be successful. And Tom Yashinsky saying the same thing. I mean, I, I played him five times, and we were, we, we'd sit and meet before the game and talk about just football things. And it wasn't like we were bitter enemies. It was we were here to promote football. He beat me. That's fine. I beat him. But that's what I love about the clinic. A lot of times at the clinic, I could get with my arch enemy that would beat me in the playoffs, and we could actually sit down, have a drink, and talk football. Yeah, emphasis on have a drink, but you know one of the things that one of the things that I uh, you know when I when I started the WFCA radio show, um, you know way back when nine years ago, um, you know part of it when I, and I I don't know what other word to use other than you know this was propaganda for the WFCA. We wanted to highlight the WFCA, all the great things that we're doing, and and you know many times the the radio show. Um, reflected the WFCA calendar, what events are coming up. And, and Dan, you know, we've got some events that are coming up in the, in the very near future that I'd like you to talk about a little bit. You know, one being the All-State Banquet coming up at Lambeau Field. Who yeah, else, you know, Dan, you, you know, you know, because you, again, you're involved with at the, at the national level with yeah. these associations, you know, who has their all state weekend? Like we've got, who does it at a venue like Lambeau field? Nobody, nobody. It, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, we'll go back to the giants of the association again, Cal Calloway's wife, Peg Calloway, the, yeah. our, our first, uh, executive assistant slash secretary uh, for Dick Rundle eons ago. And I remember, you know, I had an all-state player at, at St. Francis High School, and it was my first experience. I went to the all-state banquet at the Holodome in oh, Stevens yeah. Point, and you had a little social um, before the banquet around the pool. They had like two-liter bottles of soda and chips and pretzel and and that was that was it. That's the social. And then you had your dinner in the holodome and half the people in the hall couldn't see the head table. And it was all over the place. Paul, you might be able to chime in on this. I, I went to that and they, they tore it down and Century Headquarters is there now. And I remember that place. You never wanted to go into the pool. But even then, it was the start of something great. It was yeah. recognizing players. Yeah. The great yeah. players this state is half. Yeah. yeah. Now you take it, you take it a few years later. So Jerry Golombieski and I are sitting at the uh, district rep meeting in the summer and Peg Calloway happened to be sitting right near us. And Peg said, 
I'm not going to be able to, um, I'm getting out of the, uh, the organization of the all state banquet and, and we need, I need some people to step up and take over Jerry Gombieski, who's, you know, he's a 15, 16, however many years, my senior, and I'm a young rep at the time. Jerry raises his hand and says, Dan and I'll do it. <laughs> I'm looking at Jerry. And I'm like, well, here we are 25 years later and <laughs> we're no longer at the Holodome. We're at Lambeau Field in the atrium honoring three All-State teams, bringing them up the night before, giving them tours of Lambeau, uh, giving them tours of the Packer Hall of Fame, putting them up, you know, or, or getting them discount rates at the Tundra Lodge or the Radisson. And it's just grown to be the envy of all of the All-State banquets nationwide. It, it's just a phenomenal experience. It is, and... If you if somebody has never gone, they, they don't have to have a kid there. They can go if they want to, obviously, got to buy a ticket in advance. But when you step into that, it is an experience you'll never forget. Yeah. Dan, do you remember the time when uh, Ted Thompson came? Oh, yeah. The, uh, it was right. It was, it was, you know, because we always do it the, the week before the Super Bowl, you know, that week that there's mm-hmm. no game on. And Ted Thompson, the Packers, were going to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. Here's Ted Thompson on a Sunday afternoon, just happens to be in his office and wanders down into the, the atrium and, you know, is looking around and, and hanging out at the, at the All State thing. Yeah, he, he Brett Bielma happened. Typically, the Badger coach, if if they're able to, they'll they'll come and they'll do a, an introduction and uh, welcome the players and and uh, congratulate them. Well, Brett Bielma happened to be there. I think he came up the night before with us uh, and was at the banquet. And Ted Thompson, like you said, Tom, he's kind of wandering around the atrium, and then he <laughs> sees Brett Bielma, and then Dave Keel ropes Ted Thompson into welcoming everybody and it, it turned into a, a special afternoon. It sure did. You know, Dan, it, not just, it doesn't end there, the WFCA calendar, right? I mean, it doesn't oh, no. end at the no. all state and, and it's something that's in the near future that we're not going to go into detail about it, but you know, something in the near future that that's going to be happening is the clinic and, and you've put out, the the clinic lineup recently and you know i'm just going to say this i think it's the best clinic that you and bob brazowitz have ever put together yeah we worked really hard on this um and we typically start during the football season to get an idea of you know what direction we want to go you know we've we've done the, the round tables we've done the uh chalk you know chalk talk sessions uh all different ways, you know, so we kind of zoomed in on um, one of our old friends, Lance Leipold, as we were following Lance and the Kansas staff, um, you know, and, and just to back up a little bit, you know, Lance and I have had a relationship for forever, you know, during my brief um, Packer training camp, Lance's dad brought him up there and I had a picture taken when Lance was his 10 or 12 year old kid. And, and in fact, I still have it. Lance gave me a copy of it years later. Well, now you fast forward. I ended up being his tight end coach for a couple of years when I retired from Hartford. 
He's moved, he moved on from Whitewater, the winningest coach in Division Three history. Percentage-wise, he goes to Buffalo. Now he's at Kansas. And so we text back and forth just about every game, and Bob keeps in touch with him. Well, lo and behold, we get him to bring his whole staff in on Thursday night. They're flying in. We've got uh, Brian Borland, Zabrowski, Andy Kotelnicki, Chris Simpson, and Lance. So we got a great lineup on Thursday night. And then we have all of our, our basically our all-star high school coach, Chalk Talk Bash, where we're bringing in coaches from all over the state, successful coaches who are going to take a specific position and do a Chalk Talk uh, informally as people come to their station. You know, and then you go on the Friday, we were able to get the the um, FCS champion, South Dakota State head coach, who actually just retired following uh, winning the national championship, John Stiegelmeyer from South Dakota State. He's coming in with one of his assistants, a former Wisconsin uh, college coach, Rob Erickson. So we've got Rob and John Stiglmeyer from South Dakota State. We've got all of our state championship high school coaches, our, our successful WEAC coaches, and then we're we're finishing up with Luke Fickle and his O&D coordinator on, uh, on Friday night. And then we've got the Badgers allowing us to bring our coaches right onto the field while their assistants conduct individual drills over at Camp Randall slash McLean Center. So it, I, you're right, Tom. I, I just, we feel really good about this lineup yeah and Stiglmeyer used to coach at Eau Claire North yes yeah. yeah I mean that's his roots so you got a guy that's been at the high school level that's just won a national championship and the clinic is the clinic is an awesome learning experience and if any coach can go there at any level I would recommend them going you know Paul yeah. and Paul the other thing that you know people tell me all the time and I remember back to the way I did it when I was coaching at Hartford. I mean, you, you'd have all these mini clinics taking place in your rooms or even in the bar area throughout the whole clinic. I mean, it was all, the clinics within the clinic were where people really learned things. I, I can't count how many times I would ask a coach, hey, I'm going to be at the clinic. Could we sit there? I remember Bill Collar was drawing stuff oh. up on a napkin. And I was grabbing the napkin before the bartender took it away. Yeah. You know, you just, you know, it's a great experience. You know, you, you mentioned Bill Collar. I mean, when we talk about the, the legends of our association, there's a guy we all owe a debt of gratitude for, you know, and you mentioned this earlier, Paul, the mentoring manual, that is just a work of art. And, you know, and we just put together the revised edition a year ago. I mean, when I've shown that to people around the country, it it blows them away. I can't tell you how many people call or send me an email every year requesting copies of that because they want to do the same thing in their state. So, Dan, with this clinic coming up, you know, how, how does one sign up for the clinic um, presently? Yeah, yeah. You just go to our, our website, WIFCA.org, and and it's very easy to uh, register online. And, you know, and, and uh, I think it's $55 for an in-state coach. We have discount 
it, you know, it, that gives you membership. The clinic is tied in with the membership now. So you're not really signing up just for the clinic. You're signing up as a WFCA member, which has a ton of benefits, you know, including $2 million liability insurance policy, ability to get tickets to the Badger games, home games. I mean, there's a, a multitude of benefits that go along with it in addition to being able to attend the clinic. You know, and one thing I just want to add that I think is, I don't know, not appreciated like it should be. We have our business meeting on Friday afternoon where we talk about a lot of things happening, much like we want to accomplish with this this podcast. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that that becomes a little bit more popular because we really talk about a lot of things that affect coaches around the state. And we typically have, you know, representatives from the WIAA who will come in and face the crowd. Sometimes they're not the most popular people in the room when they do that, but they're willing to come in and, and, and face the crowd and then talk about what's going on. Well, you know, and here I'll give you another carrot that's going to be put out for the clinic business meeting, we're going to draw for Packer tickets at the business meeting. So you got to be present at the business meeting. You'll get a separate raffle ticket as you come in. And that will guarantee that somebody at that meeting will win a pair of Packer tickets. Dad, do you have anything else you want to mention about, uh, um, you know, events or anything that, that you think is worth mentioning right now to our Just, listeners? Yeah, just a you know a, a quick calendar of events. We you know we talk about the All State Banquet followed by the clinic. We also run the, then we run our high school combine at the end of April, um, a, you know which is phenomenal. Tony Biolo does that. Uh, we talked about Doug Sarver putting together the All Star Games. That's in the summer. Um, we try to and you know, one thing when I took over. I, I wanted to keep our Hall of Fame, you know, a lot of our Hall of Fame members are still coaching, but the ones that aren't coaching, we want to provide events for them. We have a Hall of Fame luncheon at the clinic. Uh, we've been doing a Hall of Fame brewer tailgate outing in the summer. And then later in the summer, we do a, uh, uh, our Hall of Fame is invited to attend a Packer practice. And then we have a lunch over at Lambeau. So, you know, we we try to, recognize and honor the people that have made this association so special and, and, and not forget them throughout the year. Well, gentlemen, I, I just want to sincerely thank all of you for being a part of this inaugural uh, WFCA podcast. I, I, um, I, I couldn't have asked for, for better people to work with um, in, in regarding Tom and, and Paul, Dan, I, I have relied on you so often to, to come on and, and, and share the knowledge that you have. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping people get an idea of, of what we're trying to accomplish here. And, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, how often we're going to do this, um, you know, at, at the moment we're looking at putting out two per month at, at some point maybe we can do a weekly type podcast i don't know but maybe that's in the future and and the thing that that you know it's it eventually this is not just going to be for coaches you know this is a, a podcast that you know should have um, high school players 
watching it and, and parents and school administrators and and whoever you know being able to get a background on, on the things that you know that Tom and, and Paul have called uh, hot topics out there and we want this to be as informative as possible but we also want this to be as entertaining as possible and again gentlemen just thank you so much um, and uh, thank you for listening and uh, we hope that you will tune in for future WFCA podcasts. And with that, so long, everyone. Welcome to the Wisconsin Football Coaches Podcast with your host, Tom Swiddle. Tom Yashinsky and Paul Nowinski.